0: Welcome to another episode of I Just Interviewed My Friends. I'm Jason Chow and today I am just interviewing my friend, uh, Eunice Kwan, who was my student uh, as well a while ago. Um, and she is a second year at the University of California at Berkeley. Um, well, she's not at Berkeley <laughs> right now, she is at home in SoCal. And that's what we're. I'm here really to, to ask you about, um, you know, is kind of your experience um, with COVID, with this quarantine, and, and how weird it must be for you. Um, so tell me, you know, where were you when you realized that you weren't going to go to school anymore? <laughs>
1: yeah so i think at first they told everybody that we're just going to take two weeks off and then after that school's going to be back on and so everybody went home and they i was a freshman at the time so i was in the dorms and everybody on my floor left like no one was there and it was pretty weird at first but i think i stayed um mainly because I had lost my California ID, so I couldn't fly back. (laughs) Um, But it ended up working out for me because everybody had to come back to get their stuff to move out. But I stayed. So I just needed to make that one trip back home. Mm. Um, But basically, yeah, that happened. And then everybody went home and all the seniors were like, oh, well, our graduation's canceled and I might as well just go home, too. Um, but I think it was pretty sad because I think second semester was when everybody was starting to like build stronger relationships with each other. Um, whereas first semester, you're kind of all over the place. But I think that bit caught like got cut short. Hmm. Um so it was kind of sad to see everybody go. but
0: um... yeah, well, I was curious, you know, like for you guys, right, talking amongst yourselves, was it like, what was the attitude towards it? Was it like, oh, the school's overreacting? Or was it like, oh my gosh, we're going to die if we don't go home? <laughs>
1: um, I don't think we realized how serious it was until we went home and we were like, oh, let's talk to our families about this. And our, our families are a lot older than us, like whether we're living with parents or siblings. So I think Um, that aspect was like, okay, this is reality, and we need to kind of lock down and quarantine. Um, Whereas in Berkeley, like, I was just surrounded by a bunch of young people where, um, yes, we were quarantined, but I didn't feel like there was so much concern. And this was the time of March, um, like mid-March. But um, going back, I was like, oh, no one's going out. There's no one anywhere on the streets. And I was like, okay, Um, this is going to be a while. And then, But I think before, um, yeah, it was just kind of sudden and it was too much to process, I think, um, and talk about it that week. Because as soon as school said, okay, rest of school is gonna be canceled, um, everybody just went home and no one really like processed their feelings or like what that meant, or we didn't even know how long it was gonna extend, right? So we were like, okay, like we'll be back next semester maybe. And then they canceled the semester. Um, And then now they canceled spring semester actually. Um, so I think it was too big for us to process at that mm. time, but now we have.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Well, we're forced, yeah. to. We're forced <laughs> to. Um, I want, you know, I was really interested too, because it was in the middle of obviously your second semester freshman year and first semester is always awkward for everyone, <laughs> right? Cause everyone's new, but coming back to SoCal, you know, and being here, did you feel like your Did you feel drawn more towards investing in your new friendships with Berkeley people? Or did, because you were here, did you feel like, oh, I should be investing in my friendships with, you know, people from here, from SoCal?
1: Right, Um, I think it is. Uh, different for everybody, but for me, I felt that there was the most tension into which church I was going to, Mm. because my home church is All Nations Community Church um, in SoCal, and my church up in Berkeley is Living Water, and I felt like, okay, well, I have two decisions with these two great churches that I love being a part of, but um, I felt like it was going to be weird if I divided my time, because then I wasn't 100% committing to anything, Mm. and then um I wasn't really sure how that was gonna work. and out. because it
0: was virtual, you could do either one.
1: yeah, I could. but I think churches tend to have this like routine where it's just, like Friday night large group and mm-hmm. then Sunday. and I think, um those are like the two main events right service and then like the friday night and those happen to kind of fall in the same place for me Mm -hmm. um so yeah maintaining like different ones was hard and i originally thought okay well i'm gonna settle with my home church because that's the people like i can see at least like even if it's just like a social distance walk outside Mm -hmm. um like there's something about being in person where it's just like you crave it right um But then kind of as the semester picked up, I realized, oh, I kind of miss my Berkeley friends. And it's not like I completely cut contact with them, but it was definitely a lot less. And there's something about kind of doing life like with the people around you in the same like university, I think, where we're kind of at least put in the same situation or circumstances. And we have this um, familiarity of like all the events that are going around in Berkeley or the Bay um, that we can kind of bond over. Right. And. I really miss that kind of um, feeling where people like understood kind of the struggles of going through Berkeley or even the victories of going through Berkeley, right? And um, even though you can share that with um, other people I think there's different when someone really like connects to you and can kind of be, hey, I went through that or, hey, I felt that too. Um, or, hey, I'm even going through that right now. Um, and I really miss that kind of like fellowship and intimacy that I had um, with those at Berkeley. So I started to invest more um, in my Berkeley church community, but I will say I still take online service with ANC. <laughs> um, and but-
0: it's really interesting because, you know, a lot of what you're saying, I usually associate with geographically being at the same campus right but i'm assuming like a lot of the people you're talking to they also aren't at berkeley right like they're home in whatever cities they're in what is that community like like how do you how do how different is it from what you maybe were expecting
1: yeah so actually we our main communication channel is discord actually so.
0: that's how i know i'm old
1: yeah as soon as quarantine hit um someone in my fellowship made a discord channel for our entire um fellowship and it's actually been really like connecting i think Mm -hmm. because um there's like different voice channels that you can make. And we basically name them like different parts of Berkeley that we would normally hang out with. So if you wanted to study, you'll go to like Eshelman Hall, which is where we would all study. Or if you wanted to hang out, you would go to like Shooting Star, which is a cafe that we would usually like go to to have fun. Um, But I think the way that community works now is really like, you have to be intentional about the time you're spending with people and be like, hey, like, do you want to have like one-on-one or like, hey, like, let's catch up um but i think in terms of like the physical building um i think your experiences at berkeley like um they're still there just because of like classes too i think and this pressure of like okay at college you know there's this pressure to be um to find like your career or like your career path or like um who you want to be i guess um even if that is from home i think um The people you just surround yourself with and you're connecting with online still affect you a lot and i think in that there's still like a culture that was like cultivated um within like older people that are like still being passed on to us Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's very weird but i still feel like we still are struggling with like the same things or still praying over the same things um but yeah it's really different because i it's like okay well we're praying for the community of Berkeley for example I'm involved in like a homeless um, ministry right and we're praying for like the homeless in Berkeley well it's different because like I'm not there and I'm not seeing them I don't actually know how like one-on-one on on a personal like basis how they are right now Uh, but I think it's still connecting to see like a body of God unite like wherever you are and praying for this one city that we still care for and love for even if we can't physically be present right there. Um, but yeah, it's really cool to see how God's really like, connected the church in a bigger way.
0: And I mean, yeah, that, that's that's powerful to hear. Um, I never would have thought of Discord. And it kind of does make me think, you know, like, because for me, I'm middle-aged or going into <laughs> middle-aged. So I'm sort of in this this technological bridge where it's like I kind of know new tech, but I don't necessarily adopt it as quickly or know how to adapt it. Um, yeah, could you? I would love to hear. You know, what is the technology that you're using? Obviously, Discord, right? But what are some of the other technologies or advantages that you're using to maintain community and relationships, or even you know beyond that?
1: Yeah, I think it was. It's really like Discord and Zoom, but I think it's the way that people have like utilize the tech within Zoom and Discord to kind of get creative um because there's so like for example like I think a lot of fellowships are having a hard time creating like icebreakers or just something fun to do right because mm-hmm. you would usually have like a sermon or something and then have fellowship afterwards and that's where you would really get to talk and make these like Memories right of college or staying up late at night and stuff like that, Um, but I think there have been some really, really creative ideas put forth by people um, on these events like, for example, I had. um, uh, Inner fellowship night with uh, a bunch of like GEMA campuses, which is basically global medical missions alliance and they had like a inner fellowship campus day that we would usually have in person, and we would um, go to like the Marina or something but. Um, instead, they had this whole game night like, planned out and it was really fun and it's really the energy that I think you bring to Zoom and not just be like, oh, this sucks, you know, we're online and trying to like make the most of what it is because I think it's so easy to get um, in this head and be like well this sucks and we're so limited by all these things and you know there's not much we can do it's never going to be the same um whereas just being like hey you know we're going to make the best of what we have and we're going to make this fun and um, our MCs are going to be enthusiastic and we're going to create random play dances in the zoom and make people do crazy things you know and really just get out there and just make the best of what the situation is because I think there's already enough to think about um, during the day so just um, like getting creative you know with what you can do but I think yeah I've definitely seen some interesting things that have been happening on Zoom or even like you know organizations that are having like you know I think friends like had a reunion on a Zoom and they were like a script or something or like Um, I know like Pitch Perfect also had like love on top to race for like UNICEF. Right. And so Mm -hmm. it's like really creative what people are doing. And I think, um, there's a lot that can be done, um, even when we're not in person.
0: Yeah. And that's where we definitely need younger people to lead the way (laughs) because we're old and we we don't think of those things. Um, you know, part of that college experience usually is being out on your own, right? Being your own dorm room not doing your own laundry, right, or whatever. Um, What has it been like for you, you know, to have to come back, right, and, you know, to try to experience certain college life, but with your parents in the room next door? What is that like at home?
1: Oh, um, I think it's really different for some people. Um, Some people just aren't fortunate enough to have that kind of... um, healthy family framework. And it's been really hard for them at home, Um, whereas other people are just, you know, they're like me. I really love my family. And we get along. And I'm kind of loving it Um, (laughs) because I think it is, like, sad sometimes where I'm like, oh, well, I'm missing out on this whole year of kind of, like, life skills that I was supposed to learn. Like, I think dorm living is different from apartment living, right? Um, where you learn how to like cook by yourself and do laundry and all these things and time manage. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I can't really, um, I'm not going to like sit here and moan about it because it's just what it is. But I think I really do enjoy like this extra kind of family time that I've been given. Um, especially like with like my brother too, cause we're both back home, um, so it's been really good. Like I personally haven't had any conflicts with like my scheduling and things like that. Um, maybe in the beginning I felt like, oh, I have to eat at a certain time, and I can't just do my work and eat and just like ignore everybody in the house. Or you know, when I'm like stressed about like midterms and like I'm on edge. Sometimes I'm like. Don't talk to me. but like, mm-hmm. You know, I have to like communicate that with other people. It's not so self-centered and self-focused all about me. I have to be considerate out of mm-hmm. like other people um, in my house. But I think overall, I've had a pretty positive experience, um, but I'm not sure how common that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think people do really like miss their freedom of just kind of doing whatever they want to do. Um, but I actually do know quite a lot of people that, are actually living in Berkeley, Hmm. um, contrary to not living in Berkeley. So um, I think that's a different experience. Hmm.
0: Um, You know, and you're talking about being stressed about midterms and things like that. So, you know, definitely academically, right, as a college student, because it's something that I find my, you know, when I was in college and people are always like, when I was in college, it was like this, right? Like, And I find myself thinking that too, but quarantine has definitely blown up, obviously, any perception we have of what academically college is like. Um, So for you, you know, what was that shift academically, you know, last semester when it was like (laughs) in the middle of the semester, go home. And then as well, like for this new semester, how do you think Academically, it shifted.
1: Yeah, I think academically a lot has happened. Um, Even with for seniors that are applying right now to college, their SATs—they don't have to take them anymore.
0: <laughs> You're um, like, oh optimal,
1: wow! Yeah, um, I think academically a lot has happened. But in terms of me, because I'm in a major where it's not well. Besides, like my lab classes, I'm in like a. STEM and what is what? What is your major? Um, I am in molecular cell biology, so I'm just taking like chem, physics, bio, right? Um, I feel like those classes aren't as hard to adapt to online learning just because, um, well, you're given like your lecture notes, right? Maybe um, the lab aspect is a bit lacking, but in terms of my major, I think it wasn't too hard. But I do feel like for more majors that are out there, like for example, if you're going to like acting or like some kind of like performance like you know arts like that's a huge like that's a totally different experience and i don't know what that's like but i think um in terms of online learning it's actually been more convenient for me um like for example office hours i used to be like all the way across campus and i was like oh office hours are happening right now i think i won't go like, <laughs> all the way across campus and um but now it's just literally like a click away right like you have access to all these like amazing professors that are literally just one click away and i think i've actually seen a higher number of people in office hours getting to know um, more material and things like that and also um everything's recorded right Mm -hmm. so it's really like your own timetable and your own scale it's just a matter of okay like are you going to set a time to do this if you don't like when your classes are held um but I think because um, everything has to be recorded or online, a lot more information is being made accessible right now. Mm. Um, And that's like not only within, you know, what the field I'm studying, but if you wanted to explore something else or go to some conference call that was like, not even accessible to your school and you just wanted to hop in, I think it's really cool that you can do that now. Like it's, you don't have to be there in person, so. yeah, there are a lot more opportunities. And I think that I just personally just want to view it in a positive way. But um, I can definitely see how it might be a struggle for others who don't have such um, like transferable classes to this online learning environment. Um, But yeah.
0: Um, You know, you talk about, uh, right, not having to be able to being able to not physically go to class and things like that. Um, But one of the one of at least the the selling points of a university, right? Is mashing people together from different backgrounds and different ideologies. Do you feel like that still happens or is it harder now?
1: I would say that's harder. Um, Cause, you know, naturally when you go online i think you're gonna stick around with the people you know right the people that are closest to you because it's already hard enough to really like stay in contact with everybody who you would maybe just normally see on like a like a sunday schedule right or like oh i go to class i'll see you then but now you really have to make this effort to like reach out to them right and i think um that is the aspect where it's the hardest to make up just because you know you're not seeing all the people you would normally see in class most of the time, all our videos are off, especially if it's like a 300-person lecture. Like, no one's camera is going to be on unless you really want to be there. Um, but I think in terms of that, like for example, like walking around campus, the clubs you would normally see, or like um, just the people, or just like even like Berkeley culture, right? Like whatever like school you are in, the culture um, that is being cultivated there, you're it's not the same, definitely. And it's pretty hard to recreate that um, online. But um, yeah, I really don't know how they would do that because, um, yeah, you just can't really recreate this like virtual space for that to happen. We
0: all go virtual reality headsets. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, and then, you know, that flexibility, which I think that you enjoy, Um, but at least in my experience, I found that there are certain people that I think thrive on the schedule, right? Like the, you have to go to class, you have to go to lab. Talking with your friends, do you feel like there is different skill sets or maybe different kinds of personality types that are really excelling in this Zoom learning environment and others that are struggling with it?
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I definitely know a lot of people who maybe their motivation to go to class was because a friend always went with them, right? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Um, and I think it's different because I definitely know people who are like, no, this online learning is not for me. I'm going to take a gap or I'm going to take um, the least amount of units possible just because like I can't pay attention like online. Just um, I don't know about their personality aspect, um, but I feel like whether you like, just like looking through a screen and like how motivated you are to get through that or how maybe it's just how much um, you like to have, like others around you, right? As you're going through something um, is a factor, but um, definitely like not being in this environment where like thousands of kids, right, are going to class. Like, you know, when like kind of like it's like, 10 minute passing period is and everybody's like you hear the clock and everybody's going to class and everybody's getting out and everybody's studying at um the university right you're kind of like surrounded by all these students who are kind of like striving towards the same goal like let's study together let's get what we have to get done but then now we're kind of in a home environment where whether your parents are working they have jobs which is different from studying you know like they're on this kind of um like time where maybe um, they don't have to carry their job home after work, right? but I feel like studying is something where um, you can always do it right and that's why like the libraries are open 24 7 so like students can just go and study all night. but when you take that out and you're kind of put in an environment where maybe, you know, maybe in high school, you just didn't do anything. And like your home and home kind of reminds you of a place to relax, then it's a lot harder to get motivated and get up, right? Mm-hmm. Like even for me, like when I first came back from quarantine, I did everything in my room. So I had a desk in my room, I did my work there, I went to sleep here, and it was all the same. And that really stressed me out, because everything was the same room, mm-hmm. right? And it was just like this massive association that was playing with my head. And when I went to sleep, I couldn't sleep because I felt like I need to be working or something but at the same time like when I'm working like wait this is the place where I sleep right so I kind of for me personally I was like okay like my working area needs to be separate from my sleeping area needs to be separate from my playing area but for me like I'm fortunate to have that right Um, whereas others are not so fortunate like everything is the same to them and like it really messes with your mind I think because it just the place where you receive stress is the same place where you want to receive rest. And I think that's what really messes people up sometimes Mm. with just this idea where you can't have your ideal working environment. Mm. And I think that's what really like plays with people's heads.
0: Wow. That, that is so true. I, I definitely have felt that same way in my life. Um, My youngest daughter, we had, when she would start kindergarten, we had her doing her zoom in the dining table which was very close to where we work in in our den. And like two weeks into it, we realized it was stressing us out, (laughs) right? So we moved her to another room so that it would feel like separate. Um, You know, uh, I know that when you were in high school, right, you had a lot of friends, a lot of different, and they went to many different places. when you compare kind of your experience with people that maybe went to community college or went to a state school or went to a smaller school, how do you feel like, do you feel like those differences are exacerbated, right? Like they're way different in Zoom learning or are they more the same?
1: I personally feel like they're not that different besides Mm. maybe that um, some private schools have opened up more, as in they're encouraging more students to come back to school. So I know like all Cal States and UCs, right, pretty much everybody's at home, but some private schools have opened up to some students. And actually for that, I feel like um, I do have a friend where I think, yeah, she went back to school. She's in her like apartment, but college life is pretty much college life besides the fact of maybe like less you know, contact than you might normally have, but they get COVID tested like every three days or something like that. So um, really life is more collegey than I feel like most maybe UCs or Cal State students might be experiencing. Um, But besides that, I feel like the motivation for learning for online is, you know, it's really um, depends on who you are, you know, I think. Um, that doesn't change because online learning is just so different from in-person learning. Um, But at the same time, you know, there's also this variety of, like, majors. (laughs) Like, for example, I know, like, a a bunch of, like, people in CS, right? Like, they never went to class anyways. Like, every, (laughs) you know, their lectures are, like, a thousand people. They're, like, it's not worth it. I'll just rather, like, do my classes online, Mm -hmm. you know? But I still imagine that it's hard because, um they don't have their friends to do it with them. They don't their projects. They can't work on like physically together. It's communications a lot harder on Zoom because it's like, oh wait, were you going to say something? And you, you have this these long awkward pauses, you know, where you just have like, like body language reading isn't the same. And so, um, I think that struggle of like online learning remains the same. Um, it might just be, you know, whether you have how much contact you have with um, your college friends. Um, but I think Cal State and musicians are really like feeling the same. But <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, privates might be a little different. If yeah. you, know, and, uh, um,
0: yeah. you know, you you got that first semester freshman year, which was awesome. and I know you're very involved with your, your church uh, that's there. How are you reaching out to freshmen this year? It's like a big question, right? Because they're they're literally they don't even get to go and come back, right? They're not even gonna go what are some of the conversations that you've maybe had or what are some of the things that you're doing saying, okay, how do we reach out to freshmen this year?
1: Yeah, so honestly, everything really, Discord really did a lot for us. Like, Uh um, I mean, we like, I see a lot of freshmen on Discord and we literally just study together listen to music together, really have conversations. Like it's like normal, but I think, it might be different from school to school, but I know a lot of freshmen that just um, live kind of near the Bay Area. So some of them have been able to kind of come up to Berkeley. And I know um, some like older sisters and brothers who've just like taken them out to like get food or something and like um, eat, or maybe even just like send a drink over to their house. But I think it is definitely, um, I can't really imagine what it must be like to have gone from senior year, you know, where they couldn't even have like, an in-person graduation and be like oh well we're not we're like missing out on our college experience too and um, I think you know now that, that I've had my first semester I'm like okay I know how it is and so you know it's not too bad but I think to not even have that say and like being able to say like hey I'm gonna go to college and like experience all these things be like okay well I'm trapped at home I think it's definitely hard to be like you know understand how it really feels to have mm-hmm. that um but even i think um they are having some freshmen like in the dorms that are just like isolated and they're just like have singles by themselves but even that's weird you know because it's like that was I remember, my dream
0: like, <laughs> that was my dream as an introvert can i just have a room to myself
1: yeah i think like when i was in my dorm i definitely i had a triple so you know when my roommates weren't home like as much as i loved them i think it was like Okay, you know, I really like um, the fact that I'm here alone. But I think, I think looking back, if I was alone the entire time and like not being able to make outside contact, I was already lonely at times, like when I had my roommate there. Um, I can't imagine how that must be just being alone all the time and quarantine and being without your family um, and not having that flexibility to really go back because you never know, right? Um,
0: Sounds like prison. (laughs) (laughs) yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a prison.
1: Um, yeah, but I think that's really difficult. But um, yeah, I really wish that we could reach out to the freshmen like in person and make those like freshman memories and treat them out. You know, because mm-hmm. I remember how well like my seniors and older sisters and brothers like treated me out during freshman year and made um, all these like pleasant memories, right, in Berkeley that made me want make me want to go back. But um, I think you know, we're all like doing the best that we can, and we're all trying to be considerate of each other's circumstances. And so, um, yeah, I still think that we're able to reach some of the freshmen and um, still build these like intentional relations because like now more than ever, right, we're looking to God to see all um, these things come together and just sharing and like our daily struggles or like what we're going through. Um, It's really special. So I think it's a different experience, but hopefully um, we'll get to see them in person one day and make more um, tangible memories. Hmm.
0: Um, You know, thinking about, right, like your faith, and I think for most college, most people who are believers when they go into college and they get plugged into church, it is this very formative time of faith. Um, What do you think are some of the struggles and maybe also some of the advantages of going through this time with your church community over Zoom? (laughs) Or Discord, over Discord? (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, that's a good question, actually, because it's also this matter of people who went back, right? So I think a lot of people who went back were struggling through this. Well, do I want to go to my home church or do I want to kind of maintain these relationships that I have in Berkeley, right? And so um, it was kind of hard to tell, like, okay, who's coming out because, you know, they're going back to the home church Mm -hmm. versus who's coming out because he's not coming out because they're struggling. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's definitely like a drop in numbers in terms of who's coming out. But um, I think, you know, in times of struggle or in times where um, of need, I think the church just like is more united in what they want to do. and I've really seen, like, God's grace and faith through it all because, you know, as much as it is hard to, like, live in an environment at this time, you know, there's so there have been so many initiatives to try to help each other out or still care um, for people who are struggling or just, like, aren't in as, like, fortunate circumstances, right? And so, I've personally been really blessed by what everyone has been sharing online because it is hard to share online. Like, you do not know, like, when you're going to see them. You don't know. um, you can't like, even like, even like just the hug, right? When you really wanna just like hug someone and be like, hey, like, you know, it's okay, like, you can't do that. And I think that's really hard about it, but I've been personally blessed by my um, church community a lot and just the ways that we've been able to like stay in contact during this time um, and talk about like, what is college during this time? You know, that's so strange. Like, like all of us are like, oh wow, like I've known you longer online then I've known you in person, like it's become to that point, you know. Um, and it's like you know, everybody tells us like, "Oh, college, like it was like the best time of my life, or it was like the best four years of my life." Because after that, you just work, and we're like, "Okay, if this is like <laughs> your right.
0: life is sad,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like okay, so like if this is like the best four years, like okay, you know." But um, to me, I think I've personally gained just like a different perspective, I think, because. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of us, like, especially in our sophomore year is where we get to decide like our major in Berkeley. Um, so a lot of sophomores are like, um, kind of like, oh, okay, like, what am I going to do? You know, like, what do, what's my major? You know, what's my plan? Um, but I think like, it was, it was a big struggle for um, a lot of us just because we're like, okay, but what if we don't know what we want to do? You know, like, what if we haven't figured it out? And it's like, we can't talk to people, you know, like, it's, harder to connect with people it's harder to network it's harder to do all these things um but then why am I so so worried about like what am I going to do right and I think it's just for me this realization well like okay work you know it's always going to be work like it's going to be there like um but it's not going to be like what um, it can be but it's not going to be like what my entire life is about or I'm not going to place that like trying not to place that as an idol in my life where it's getting in the way of um, what I'm ultimately trying to do, which is just be a a faithful servant of God, you know, to share his gospel. And I think um, this quarantine really gives like a really bigger perspective, right? Like, you know, like there are so many people right now in need of just the gospel of this truth and with like, even like elections coming up. Right. And that's like a huge time in Berkeley. Like there have been so many protests and it's really like, um, a dangerous time around that place. Um, But I think more than ever, like, you know, the gospel and the church, um, it's really what people need to hear, right? And so uh, I think in terms of like work and career, um, it's really like, well, you know, it's going to be what it is. And if things aren't working out right now, like, let's trust, you know, let's trust in God in the process. Um, And I'd rather, you know, take that long road and um be have integrity in what i do and take that road to become who god wants me to be that take like that fast track you know and get there and be like wait who am i like where did my identity go you know how, what did i do to get to this place and be like oh look how many things i idolize like i don't have a personal relationship with god anymore like all those things right um and i think like that's like what you know i've even been struggling with and like um Just like my peers too and so really just like diving deep like you know okay well like college is like a lot of places where people like introspect and find new things about themselves like who, what am i living for you know who do i want to be and you know quarantine has really given us a perspective like a different perspective and i think what a lot of other college students might have had during their time right um so yeah
0: that is one of the most profound things i've heard probably in a while um Yeah, I I think I agree with everything you said. And I think it's really, um, it is a blessing to know that in the midst of this, that is what God is doing. Um, So last question, you know, spring semester is going to be the same, looks like, right, as you mentioned. Um, But, you know, the next kind of whatever, six, seven months, what are you looking forward to in just college experience, your life? Like, in the midst of everything being different, you know, what is something that's, you're looking forward to that to that's bringing you joy
1: yeah so actually like all my ministries that i'm involved in in college those have really been like the strength of like (laughs) joy in me because Mm -hmm. um i think like for example like right like hands and feet at berkeley is just the homeless ministry that i'm a part of like just seeing those people and coming together to like pray about the homeless in berkeley and like we're organizing event um like a virtual 5k and just like being able to do that like for an hour on sunday right like that's such a great hour for me like i get to talk about people i get to talk about my faith i get to talk about what i'm passionate about right um and same for like global medical missions alliance like if anything like that my board meeting on sunday nights where we just get together and we just share about life and share about our vision for what this club is going to look like in terms of how do we want to lead this pre-med community to god right like that has been literally so like it's just been so refreshing for me and like i think really just like growing with my community and the people around me, even like ANC, right? Like the young adults or um, the people that I get to see at the patio, which is like a Friday night, um, get like social distance outside gathering that we have and just like making bonds that I wouldn't have been able to do because of quarantine or like, or sorry, because if not for Corona, right? Cause I would have been at Berkeley, right? And just really taking advantage of the time that I um, have been given. Um, but really just like growing forward with my community and with my peers like um, you know my peers really felt like we needed to get a hold on reading the Bible every day and so you know we just started to gather and say like hey let's read the Bible like if not now when you know and just say like let's keep each other accountable, you know, let's ride on this dock, everybody can take a day and um, we can just share, like we're going through Proverbs right now, right? And so it's been really good and just like getting together. And I honestly don't know if that would have happened if COVID hadn't happened, like we were all like, oh, we should form stronger relationships. Well, you know, if we were in school, we'd probably be so busy with like all the things that we need to do, right? Like everybody seems like they need to go somewhere, but now we're home, you know, we have all this extra time because we don't need to travel we don't need to go anywhere it's like let's hop on the zoom link let's fellowship let's read the bible you know let's get things going and so um personally I've just been really looking forward to like spiritual growth in like myself and others around me and I really think that's been like anchoring me through like COVID and like quarantine um just because it's like You know, all the things in this world, like even if you have them, are not going to give you joy. Ultimately, it's really, you know, your relationship with God and the people you're living life with. Right. And so I think that's really been anchoring with me. I'm just excited to see like further relationships grow and even like new relationships um, online or um, at ANC. So I'm excited to see um, what happens. But. Maybe planning to go back junior year.
0: (laughs) Hopefully. Let's all
1: Yeah, hopefully that, um, but yeah.
0: Wow. Well, I'm looking forward to it as well. Uh, And I want to thank you again for spending time and talking with me and sharing your experience. It's been a blessing for me too.